What is going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode here on the T. Clark Nutrition Podcast. I'm your host, Tommy Clark, and today we're back for another installment of the Ultimate Guide to Fat Loss. I believe we're on part six now, and in today's episode, we're going to talk about food quality and why it's so important. This is something a lot of, quote unquote, if it fits your macros people just completely missed the boat on, and I think it's one of the most overlooked pieces of getting the results you want to get, whether it's fat loss, muscle gain, performance, overall health, food quality is so important. And unfortunately, people like to go to extremes, either the full like food quality is the most important thing side of things, or like paleo, where it's like, doesn't matter what, what, like if you track your calories or not, if you eat these certain foods, you're good. And then there's the other extreme of if it fits your macros, if you can eat whatever the hell you want, as long as it fits into your macros. And the reality is, both sides are right and both sides are completely wrong at the same time. So we got to find somewhere in that middle ground. Before we get into that discussion, as always, if you enjoy the episode, go ahead and drop a five-star rating down, down below. If you haven't already, I would really appreciate it. And if you enjoy the episode, if you find it helpful, if you learn something new, go ahead and just share it with at least one other person who you think it would benefit. Share this whole series with them, The Ultimate Guide to Fat Loss. If you know someone who's trying to get lean, trying to get shredded for the summer, Share this with them. I hope it helps them in some way, shape, or form, just like it helped you. So as always, the more people we can get listening to the podcast, the better off we're going to be because um, the goal is to help as many people as possible. So um, again, thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to listen. I really appreciate you taking the time out of your day to listen. I just said that twice. It's okay. Um, but I really do appreciate you. Thank you so much. And without further ado, let's get into today's episode of The Ultimate Guide to Fat Loss. All right, so in this episode, we're talking about the next step in the ultimate guide to fat loss, which is food quality and micronutrients. So like I said in the intro, there's a lot of debate, and for whatever reason, people love to take things to extremes. So you have one camp that's like, food quality is all that matters, and like you can eat whatever you want, or you can eat however much of certain foods, and you're totally fine. So you can eat as much chicken breast as you want in the world, and you're not going to gain fat. And then there's the other extreme of the if it fits your macros crowd, which is like, you can eat whatever the hell you want as long as it fits into your numbers. And the reality is both sides have some truth to them and both sides are completely wrong at the same exact time. And the solution is to be somewhere in the middle, be a rational human being somewhere in the middle, be moderate, don't go to the extremes. The extremes are almost never a good idea um, in terms of anything. But in this case, we're going to keep it to food. Um, when it comes to nutrition, you don't want to take things to extremes. When you get dogmatic, when you say one thing is the best way to do things, you're really missing the boat and you're missing a lot of opportunity for results. Like I'm a huge fan of tracking macros. I'm a huge fan of flexible dieting. It gives you that flexibility. But a lot of people paint it as an opportunity to, to just fit in all these lower quality foods whenever you want. Like in however, in whatever quantity you want. You can eat donuts every single day. Cool, yeah, you can, but is it optimal? Maybe, maybe not. Um, so the reality is the answer lies somewhere in the middle with a focus on food quantity, like we've talked about in the past couple episodes with calories, macros, and all that good stuff, and food quality. We need to make sure your micronutrients are in check too. So micronutrients are the vitamins and minerals um, that are found in your foods. They don't give your body energy. They don't. Your body doesn't directly derive calories from them, but they're so, so important for a number of different functions in your body. Um, a lot of them act as cofactors to enzymes. 
um, and help your body function properly on a cellular level. Help manage inflammation. A lot of micronutrients are, are uh, antioxidants, so they help the fight against that oxidative stress that causes inflammation. So they're very, very important. They're going to help with your muscle recovery. Like magnesium, for example, plays a crucial role in your muscle's ability to recover. They're going to help with nervous system health. Like for example, sodium, super, super important for your, for your nervous system. Uh, managing inflammation, like I said, antioxidants like, um, like vitamin E and vitamin C. They're going to help fight inflammation and all these things. So micronutrients cannot be overlooked. We've got to make sure that we're getting a wide variety of different micronutrients in our diet because if you have a nutrient deficiency, like for example, if you're deficient in vitamin D, you're going to feel it and you're not going to feel your best. Now, vitamin D is probably a poor example because it's very difficult to come by in your diet. Um, you actually probably want to supplement with that. That's a topic for a different podcast though. Um, but for example, if you're deficient in, let's say, random example, vitamin C, you're probably not going to feel too great. And if you, if you fix that deficiency, if you supplement or if you get some foods in your diet that are, that are abundant in vitamin C, you're going to feel a hell of a lot better. So you want to make sure your micronutrients are in check because the micronutrients are going to help keep you healthy. And usually, I know we talk about the triangle of awareness all the time, and health and longevity is its own corner of the triangle. But for most people, you're going to benefit from having a solid foundation of overall health. Of course, if you're a pro bodybuilder looking to step on the Olympia stage, or if you are a uh, pro CrossFitter at the CrossFit Games, pumping yourself full of calories and carbs, yeah, you're probably going further away from health. And at that point, you're sacrificing health. But for most of you listening to this podcast, you'll benefit from having a proper foundation of, of overall health. You're, you're going to end up looking better because you're healthy. You're, you're going to end up feeling better. You're going to end up performing better. And it's going to benefit all aspects of the triangle. Of course, when you push to extremes, inside of aesthetics, inside of performance, your health suffers. But in general a good foundation of overall health is going to benefit your other, your other types of goals as well. And a good way to ensure that you have that solid foundation of overall health is to make sure that you're getting a wide variety of micronutrients to support all these different processes in your body. So like I said, micronutrients are the vitamins and minerals in your food um, that serve a number of different functions like we talked about. And, Another reason why food quality is so, so important, um, even when you're tracking macros, is because a lot of times when you stick to those quote-unquote clean foods, for lack of a better term, like your chicken breast, white rice, your typical bro bodybuilder foods, yeah, there's some flaws to that. Like Obviously, the chicken, rice, and broccoli diet, probably don't want to stick to that. But where bodybuilders got it right was the fact that it's very, very accurate in terms of what you're eating. Because I don't know if you know if you knew this, but food labels can be off legally. They can be off by as much as 25%. So for example, if you're eating a 200 calorie protein bar, if you could be that bar could be as little as 150 calories or as much as 250 calories. And you don't know. It could it says 200. So you have no clue. And I know it doesn't seem like a lot, but if you're relying on a lot of those packaged goods or packaged foods, um, especially like ultra processed ones, you're going to leave a lot more room for error in terms of your overall calorie and macro intake 
And sure, on paper, you might be hitting your macros, but are you actually hitting your macros? Probably not, because you're relying on all those estimations. Whereas, it's very hard, like four ounces of chicken breast, for the most part, is gonna have the same, uh, the same calories, the same grams of protein, like universally. Like there might be a minute difference, but you're not gonna be that far off. Um, so that's where utilizing high quality, whole, natural, unprocessed foods um, is gonna be very beneficial, not only in terms of getting your micronutrients, getting your vitamins and minerals, but also in terms of your accuracy, in terms of tracking things. So it helps contribute to make sure that your, your energy balance and your macro ratios are in check as well. Let's see, there was something else that I was gonna talk about there. Man, I don't know what that was, but if I remember, I'll be sure to let you know. Um, but another component of food quality that, that makes these whole unprocessed foods grown from the earth very, very beneficial in terms of fat loss is that they tend to be more satiating. Because if you think about it, processed foods, even protein bars, which people think are quote unquote healthy, even those, they're engineered to make you want to eat more of them. Like literally that people or these companies have scientists that have been paid to literally engineer the food to make you want more of it. Think about that. And sure, you can fit donuts into your macros, but it's a lot easier to overeat a donut than it is to overeat a sweet potato. Like if you try to overeat sweet potato, you're going to leave yourself loaded as hell and it's going to be really uncomfortable. And it's really difficult to overdo because sweet potatoes are a lot more satiating than donuts. Even though, oh, sweet potatoes, carbs though. Carbs are bad. No, totally fine. So uh, sweet sweet potatoes have plenty of fiber. They're very satiating, very difficult to overeat. Whereas donuts, on the other hand, you can down like a dozen and be totally good to down a whole other dozen right after that. Because they're literally engineered to make you want more. They're not very filling. They're very sweet. They're hyper palatable, which means that you're going to want more of them. It's going to be very difficult to stay within your calorie goal. So even though you can see fat loss by literally just eating donuts and staying within your calorie goal, eating donuts makes it a hell of a lot more difficult to stick to your calorie goal. And what's the foundation of fat loss? Adherence. And if eating donuts, putting donuts in your macros every single day, I'm using donuts, but any sort of those ultra processed foods can fit in like cookies, cake, ice cream, whatever. And again, I'm not demonizing these foods. I don't want you to take this as saying you should never have them. That's one of the best parts about flexible dieting. You have the freedom to include those in there if you want. But understand that sometimes including these foods in there all the time makes it a lot more difficult to hit your your numbers. So it shouldn't, in my opinion, the 80-20 rule, we'll talk about this in a second, but I don't think the 80-20 rule means, okay, you have X amount of calories, so 20% of X calories can come from crappy foods. I I don't, I'm not a huge fan of that. I think my interpretation, my interpretation of the 80-20 rule is that you should be eating whole unprocessed foods most of the time with treats here and there. And those treats should be good as okay. Like you shouldn't even think of anything of them. Like you want to have a cookie once in a while? Cool. Go ahead and have that cookie. You shouldn't feel restricted. You shouldn't feel like you're doing anything bad. Um, But you should be sticking to mostly whole unprocessed foods Um, the majority of the time because that's going to make you feel very good feel optimal Um, it's going to help you get all the nutrients that you need it's going to help manage inflammation it's going to help keep you satiated and it's just going to help get things going on the right track like 
if someone is working with me and they haven't seen progress in a couple of weeks, we take a look at their food log. Are you eating plenty of packaged processed foods? If so, let's try quote unquote cleaning up your diet for the next week or two. Try to eat mostly like 80, 90% whole unprocessed foods from the earth. Now, again, a lot of that benefit that we see from doing that comes from the fact that you're not necessarily estimating anymore. You're being a bit more exact and you're actually hitting your numbers. And not to mention, you're getting a bunch of new micronutrients and vitamins and minerals and all that great stuff in there. So that little switch, again, I don't want you to be afraid of the processed foods. Like it's okay to have a cookie. It's okay to have ice cream. It's okay to have cake. Don't feel bad about it. Don't feel guilty about it. I'm not telling you that. I'm not saying that you should never have them. I'm just saying be smart about your decision. Because having those foods all the time makes it a lot more difficult to stick to your numbers. So just be smart. Pick your battles. Make a conscious decision about the pros and the cons of each thing that you eat. Like, is the pro of having that cookie, does that cookie taste so good that it's that it outweighs the the con the potential cons that come along with it? If it does, awesome, have it. If it's like, eh, I mean, it's okay. Like, I don't really want it that bad, but I, mean, I guess I'll have it. Like, then probably don't have it. Like, you don't have to have a cookie just because your friend fits cookies into their macros. Like, fit what you want into your macros. You want to fit a piece of cheesecake? Cool. Go ahead and do it. But don't feel pressured to have to fit junk into your macros. And also, don't feel guilty if you do. That's what macros are. That, I, don't, I don't want to say that's what macros are for, but that's one of the benefits of tracking macros. It allows you that flexibility. Flexibility with responsibility. I just came up with that like phrase. I'm sure someone has already said it before, but I like that. It's kind of catchy. A combination of flexibility and responsibility. If you're able to do that with your macros, you're going to be very successful. Back to the topic at hand. I know we got off on a side tangent right there. Um, but I want to give you guys a couple of actionable tips that you can take away from here just to make sure your food quality is on point. Now, first of all, I would just generally recommend that you get for each meal that you have, like assuming that you're having three to five meals a day, for the most part, that's pretty average. You want to get one to two fist size servings of veggies in each meal. One fist size serving is roughly one cup. So you're getting one to two cups of veggies at each meal over three to five meals. That's a lot of veggies and that's great. You're going to hit your fiber goal a lot easier. Um, you're going to hit your, you're going to get plenty of micronutrients, especially if you're switching up the colors, like we'll talk about in a second, but one to two fist size servings of veggies at each meal. If you can do that, you'll be in a really great place. Um, for my clients that aren't tracking macros, I have them do this anyway, too. It's a great habit to get into. Another actionable takeaway that you can take away from this podcast, I said take away twice, I'm now three times. Um, but you know what I mean? Another thing that you could take away from this, there's four. <laughs> excuse me it's late um but another thing that you can walk away from slight like synonym i think that counts um that you can walk away from this episode with is to eat the rainbow and what i mean by that is eat a variety of different colors because the presence of different colors and different foods signifies the presence of different micronutrients so the micronutrients in red foods like tomatoes and, and bell peppers and things like that are going to be different than the micronutrients that you find in a white potato, for example. Both are very beneficial, and we don't want to exclude one. One's not better than the other. We just want to get a variety in there. So literally eat the rainbow. If you can do that over the course of the day, you're going to be in a great place and making sure most of your bases are covered in terms of micronutrients, in terms of 
your vitamins, your minerals, minerals, plenty of antioxidants, phytochemicals that are found in the plants. A lot of the the pigments that give their plant the plant, uh, the fruit, the vegetable, their certain color are going to have certain properties, and a lot of them are um, like health boosting. Like for example, I believe lycopene is like the one that gives the tomatoes its red pigment. I could be wrong in that it's not a pigment, but I know lycopene is in tomatoes. It has a number of benefits in terms of overall health. I'm not going to list them out because honestly, I didn't memorize them. Excuse me. Um, but just ask an example of one of the phytochemicals that you're going to find in these plants and these fruits and these vegetables in different colors indicate the presence of different phytochemicals, different micronutrients. So just key takeaway, get a variety of different fruits and vegetables in there. You should eat the rainbow every single day. Like I make sure I do. I eat relatively the same thing every day, but I make sure to get a variety of different colors in there to make sure that I get all my micronutrients in. So that's number two. And number three, last but definitely not least, is the 80-20 rule. Like I said earlier, I don't believe that the 80-20 rule is a free pass to have like 20% of your calories from like quote unquote junk food every single day. I'm not a huge fan of that approach. I think it promotes a not so great relationship with food to feel like you have to have those things. Like why not teach you how to enjoy whole unprocessed foods? Why not teach you how to enjoy those and enjoy the taste? You can make them taste amazing and you're going to feel a hell of a lot better if you're not having ice cream every single night. I think I can, um, I can assure you of that. But again, it's the 80-20 rule. So that means most of the time, you want to be doing the right thing. And that last little bit of the time, you can include some treats, include, some, include your favorite ice cream, include your cookies, include your cheesecake, whatever you want to include, and don't feel guilty about it. It's not a cheat meal. Like, that's the biggest thing. It is not a cheat meal. It's not a deviation from the plan. This is incorporated into your plan. You're not cheating on anything. You're not cheating on a test. Like if I'm your coach, you're not like you're not like trying to trick me. Like you're not cheating on anything. Just get out of that mentality. That 20% in the 80-20 rule doesn't mean that it's outside of the plan. It's incorporated into your plan. If, especially if you fit it into your macros, dude, you're golden. Because remember, energy balance is the number one thing to consider when it comes to fat loss. So Although uh, we don't want to rely too much on those like ultra processed foods, having them once in a while, just because like you want to, just because it's something that you enjoy, that's totally okay. It's not going to mess up your progress long term. Now, if you're constantly overeating, just in general, whether it's these processed foods or even whole natural foods, if you're overeating, then you're not going to see progress. But if you're eating them in the right quantities and just being careful not to go overboard, stay within your macros you'll be good. Let's say even if you had it every single day, if you're able to fit it into your macros, it's not the end of the world for your progress. You're still going to see progress because you're in a, in a negative energy balance. So just understand that the vast majority of the time, all unprocessed natural foods, chicken breast, rice, ground beef, ground turkey, sweet potatoes, white potatoes, all the veggies, fruits, that's definitely not an exhaustive list. But yeah, that's definitely not an exhaustive list. So don't take that as like the only foods you can have. Please do not take that as what I was meaning there. Um, but the vast majority of the time, this whole unprocessed foods, um, here and there, some some of your favorite foods like uh, like ice cream, cake, stuff like that. Don't feel guilty about it. Just enjoy yourself. Have that flexibility. Fit it into your macros and you're all good. Um, so yeah, that, I think that pretty much brings us to the end of uh, the food quality section.
um, of the ultimate guide to fat loss. So if you found this helpful, if you found it informative, if these actionable takeaways at the end of the podcast help kind of get you going in the right direction, definitely go ahead and share it with at least one person that you think it would benefit as well. As always, the more people that are listening, the more people we're helping. And that's always the goal with the podcast. So again, I appreciate you taking the time out of your day to listen to me talk for about half an hour blows my mind that people actually do that i really appreciate you it's it's super cool to hear you guys uh dm me and reach out saying like oh wow i listened to the podcast today i loved it like you guys have no idea how cool that is to hear from you guys um so definitely i appreciate you uh tuning in i appreciate you sharing your feedback and i will catch you on friday for this week's guest episode